Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I am so delighted today to be joined by Alan Lee Green. Uh, Alan Lee Green is a peace activist in Israel. He's the national coordinator of Standing Together, which brings together Israeli Jews and Palestinian citizens of Israel who are striving for peace. And to say the least, they are in a very challenging position right now, given the horrors of the last few weeks. So it's particularly particularly grateful, I have to say, Alan Lee, to have your very, very courageous voice, and I mean courageous in the most sincere possible way. I just want to start, actually, in terms of, for those of us, like yourselves, campaigning outside of Israel for a peaceful and just settlement, which ends a horror, which goes back many decades. What things maybe that you think it's important to say, including what happened on the 7th of October? Um... I think it's important to remember that uh, it showed in the clearest way possible that we are all victims of this reality, um, that what happened on the 7th of October was a just horrific um, event to many um, families in Israel, families that some of them actually worked for peace for so many years, some of them um, working against occupation, being a very clear voice against it. And since then, we're in this state of a trauma, a state of, of collective shock. Um, and it's been so difficult for so many of us to try and navigate um, the complexities and the moment after the 7th of October, um, talking as a peace activist and, and as, a, as a, you know, a citizen in Israel that is working um, against the occupation and to bring Jews and Palestinian citizens of Israel to cooperate and to um, struggle for equality. The you know the space to do to do that has narrowed down um, dramatically since the seventh of October. Um, a lot of people that are um, not bad people, um, normal people, people that have voted for the left even in the last decade, have um, been shattered um, by what Hamas did, um, and a lot of people have lost hope. Um, and it's a very sad moment in our. Uh, society. Can I ask what sort of pressures you're currently under as peace activists, whether from, I guess, the states, but also from a public opinion which has shifted markedly in a, in a very particular direction? What are the sorts of pressures you're under? Um, so it starts with um, the legitimacy of our message right now. There are a lot of people that think um, that it's even not um, legitimate to talk about peace at the moment, to talk about the Palestinian um, innocent lives that are um, being lost at the moment by the Israeli bombings. Um, it's not very easy to um, say that also in Gaza there are innocent uh, children that are uh, dying um, at the moment. And you can get really attacked. Not that I feel a victim. I am part of my society. I love my society. And I'm a patriotic of um, a patriotic person of, of my, my interests and, and my society's interests. But at the moment, there are extremists in our society that are doing everything that they can to try and portray 
um, the entire Palestinian Arab citizen of, of, of Israel as traitors, as the enemy from within, as people that are siding with Hamas, and that they are trying to create a new violent front. Um, they're doing it inside Israeli society, but they're also doing it in the West Bank. We need to remember that in the West Bank, Hamas does not rule, um, but systematically, um, the extreme right-wing organizations and the settlers are going from one Palestinian village to the other, armed with rifles, and they are trying to provoke violence. And 10 uh, Palestinians lost their lives, were murdered by those uh, extremists um, uh, since the 7th of October. And that's next to what the army is doing in, in, the, in the Palestinian villages and towns in the West Bank. And I think in total, 100 Palestinians died in the West Bank and not in Gaza. And when we see these um, attempts to create more violence, which we don't need at the moment, um, we need to understand that some of this violence is also directed against the opposition voices right now in Israel. Um, and it also comes from, from the establishment, from the government, from the parliament members, from the police. Um, we see a lot of um, people um, from the Palestinian minority in Israel that would, um, I don't know, follow um, a page on Instagram, uh, news from Palestine, for example, and that will get um, summoned to an investigation by the police or being fired from their work places or being uh, kicked out of the universities. Um, we started a hotline in standing together in our movement to support uh, citizens in Israel that are being chased politically because of who they are or what they think. Um, and we get hundreds of messages and calls a day um, from citizens that are just, you know, being um, witch hunted. Um, and, and that's the only way to describe it. And I think it's a widening phenomenon right now. And next to that phenomenon, we also see a lot of violence um, and, and brutal responses to things that are um, humane message at the moment. And I want to say that I understand the anger. I understand even the feelings of, of revenge. Um, it's, um, it's a natural um, response. But if we will act by our feelings of revenge, or just by our feelings right now, it will not be a work plan. It will be just, you know, um, something that will create more problems and, and more violence and more deaths, and we don't need it right now. I mean, here in, in, in Western Europe, it's difficult enough to say, obviously, to talk and acknowledge it's important to acknowledge the horrors committed on 7th of October by Hamas. It's difficult even here to say we have to look at a broader context that this didn't begin on the 7th of October, you have to have context going back decades. And that's not justification. It's a precondition for understanding the situation we're in and how to have a lasting peace. But that must be imp almost impossible at the moment to have that conversation in Israel. Yes, it's, it's a very uh, challenging conversation to have, but um, we are growing. Um, a lot more uh, people are joining this, this message. I think that the right wing in Israel is doing uh, fantastic work um, showing how um, it is just discriminating and or actually not discriminating and saying that all the Arabs must die. All the Arabs are uh, terrorists and all the children in Gaza will grow up to be terrorists. We see this message quite strongly from the right wing. And I think it does push a lot of people to um, join just, you know, the humane camp in, in the Israeli society, our camp. And, and I think it is um, challenging to have this discussion, but it's also mandatory to have this discussion right now because um, it's a real discussion, not only about humanity and morals, it's a question and a discussion about uh, strategy.
um, will this war bring us security as Israelis? Will it achieve um, a quiet life for us? Will it achieve uh, the end of all wars? Or is it the 17th time in, in the last uh, decade and a half that we're going to a war that our leaders promise us that this will be the last war, but it's not, and it does not achieve us any security. I question even whether it will be possible to um, defeat Hamas or whether it will actually strengthen Hamas, as Israel um, uh, does for the last uh, decade. It is an open policy by our government to prefer and to threaten Hamas than to actually work with the uh, Palestinian Authority and, and, and uh, President Abbas. And uh, just to say something about the, the international discussion, um, I, I do think we need to acknowledge the fact that um, there is a society in Israel. Uh, as any other society, we have our uh, conflicts. Uh, we have conflicts with our government. We have uh, interests. We have uh, fears. We have hopes. And um, we are not, you know, uh, all targets, uh, legitimate targets that are, you know, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying you're all... Uh, settler colonialists, uh, which means that you are, you know, entitled to die. Uh, is that what they mean? And I think we need to to really address the toxicity of of how uh, terrible this message is towards people, towards yeah. women, towards children. Um, we are not all targets, um, and it is not legitimate to uh, target innocent people. And what Hamas did is not a fight for freedom. Uh, it's 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 a massacre. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And indeed, I mean, parallels often are made with apartheid South Africa. And what should not be forgotten about how apartheid ended was an emphasis on a so-called rainbow nation where all citizens, black, white, all Jewish, for that matter, in South Africa, people from Indian backgrounds, that they would be equal. And whatever happens, I know the idea of, you know, whether it be a two-state solution or even, you know, a secular one-state solution, all of these seem very distant. But that, the point, whatever people think about how this, a just peaceful settlement can be achieved, it has to be based, as you wrote very eloquently on Twitter, in the end, millions of Jews and millions of Palestinians will stay here and live here on this land. And they have... For, for, for centuries and centuries. Despite the dreams of the extremists, no one is going anywhere. And if we understand that, and who isn't, is just delusional, then the only way to survive is together in Israeli-Palestinian peace. This is the future. It's the only choice we have that includes life. That's what you said very eloquently. Thank you. And, and that's that's a real message. That's the only message that can actually um, bring us 
life or hope right now because um, some people are delusional um, in our society thinking that they will be able to um, or we should kill two million people in Gaza or you know uh, transfer those people and, and, and you know to relocate them somehow it's not going to happen and you can easily forget that there are Palestinians also in the West Bank in East Jerusalem, in Israel, and in Gaza. And there are millions of Palestinians and millions of Jews. And yeah. if we will not be able to find a solution of um, ending the bloodshed, first of all, and it's before you know, having an academic discussion whether a one secular state or two states is, is possible. I personally support you know, um, a socialist federation of the Middle East. I think that's the best idea of all those, um, uh, yeah. But um, the first thing, the first mission is to end uh, the bloodshed and to understand how to come to um, terms of political uh, will in, our bo in both of our society. But I'm an Israeli Jewish person and I need to create this political will within my society to end the occupation, to end um, uh, the, the idea that we can control millions of people and to expect uh, that there will not be violence. No, it's a situation that creates violence. And if we will not change this reality, uh, we will continue to suffer, you know, death and destruction right. and, you know, a continuous cycle of, of blood. Just, just a couple of final things. I mean, you mentioned what's happening in the West Bank at the moment, which is, I have to say, largely been ignored, but huge numbers of Palestinian civilians have been killed by either Israeli settlers or by Israeli forces, uh, as well as being driven from their homes and talk of, uh, you know, leaflets, saying they're going to yeah. be driven to Jordan unless they flee, that kind of thing. What's your fears as well? Because, you you know, Palestinian citizens of Israel make up about a fifth of Israeli society. What's your fears there in terms of their plight? So the most, um, like the strongest uh, feeling you can feel right now from, from, the, from the Palestinian citizens in Israel, which are 20% of our um, um, society, is fear. Um, they're fearing to write something on Facebook or Instagram because they can lose their job. They fear to say that um, they support uh, peace because it's, you know, might be traitorous in, at the moment. And you see that even um, the most common response in the last week, which is changing your profile picture into a black uh, picture, yeah. just black, um, even that is being attacked. And that's the, the minimum thing they did and also the maximum thing. Um, and it's being widely attacked as supporting Hamas, which is not. It's just grieving for this um, uh, moment. And it's kind of impossible to be a Palestinian citizen in Israel right now, because if you condemn, you're not condemning enough and you're not saying enough. If you don't condemn, why don't you condemn? If you say something, um, how can you uh, side with, with terrorism? It's impossible to drive this um, um, terrible existence um, at the moment yeah. and standing together is trying to be um, uh, a safe haven um, for both Jewish citizens and Palestinian citizens trying to survive this moment uh, together. We have a hotline um, and we have solidarity watches all across the country, especially in mixed uh, cities. And it's very, very dangerous at the moment because we're sitting on, I guess you would say, a barrel of explosives uh, right now. It's enough to have one spark um, to see also violence um, um, erupting in our own society, in our streets. Um, we've seen in, in Netanya in the last weekend, hundreds, like a mob of hundreds of people chanting death to all Arabs, trying to um, break in into uh, dorms of a college because 50 Arab students were hiding there. Um, and we acted quickly and we managed uh, to prevent the, the violence there, but it's so dangerous at the moment and we need to survive, you know, 
this war, we need to survive this moment. And if we will have more and more fronts, lots more of more people will, will die. Alan Lee, I mean, it's sobering stuff, but also you give us huge amounts of hope. And, you know, the tradition in which you stand is a critical tradition. As I always say, there wouldn't be a left in its modern form without the disproportionate contribution of Jewish fighters for justice like yourselves. Um, and that tradition lives on. And the future, the future for Jews and Palestinians alike um, depends so much on your tradition, which is why I'm so proud to be able to speak to you today. And you, you're full of courage and determination. And uh, I hope everyone shares this video as widely as possible and listens very carefully to what you had to say. So thank you so much, Alan Lee. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Please like and subscribe, and I'll speak to you all soon.